Oh, it's right, it is the end of the holiday season. We've still got one special day to go. It's that very special day that will make you want to say, Oh, no, someone chopped off my toe. Hi! How are you getting ready for New Year's Eve? I love New Year's Eve, the special day that we all chop off our big toe. I've been growing a brand new one all year, and I can hardly wait to eat this one. so that I can attack it with a frenzy. It's going to be the best time. I'm going to film it and put it on my YouTube page and everyone's going to love me more than they ever did before. Weirdo! I'm going to be sending out slivers of my toe to all of my Patreon subscribers, so get ready and put your napkins on your lap because you're going to be nibbling all New Year's Day long. You gotta keep nibbling, because I only got one toe, and since I got 800 billion Patreon subscribers lining my wallet with proper doubloonage, I'm gonna let you love me for a long time. What did you do for Christmas? Did you get COVID? Santa swabbed out my gullet with a COVID stick. It was wonderful. Thank you, Santa. I sure love you. I sat on your lap and you didn't even prod me too many times with that broken off stick that you had dipped into some fecal matter. I really appreciate it. I wanted to get tetanus for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Thanks, Grampy. Uh, did I tell you that my grandfather was Father Christmas? He's actually my father and grandfather Christmas because I don't want to get into it. It's such a horrible family of origin story. Uh, please don't judge me more than you already did. Oh, you just judge all day long, you. Uh, so, yeah, actually, I went out into the great outdoors. I have a friend who lives up on, on top, top of a hill. And she lives in a house out in the middle of nowhere. And she invited a bunch of people. And I was the only one who had a little bit of less fun. Because I stayed outside and I wore three masks. And I slept in my van and I didn't even masturbate. Once the whole time I was there. Nope. So when I came back, I went at myself like a rabbit badger in spring. And now my bedroom walls are covered in lots of silly string that I made with my wiener. I made with my wiener. I made with my wiener last night. It is kind of stringy and a little bit. And it glistens so wonderfully white. That's 
my new Christmas song for next year. Uh, I just gave it to you ahead of time because I love you so much, and I'm loving you long more times. All of the longest of times that I am dripping squidgily bits of love on you, unless you're in my gene pool, because I don't do that. That's so wrong. You're going to get five-headed babies that way. That's what they told me. Arg! Turning you into a pirate. Arg! Oh, I'm bloated. I've put on weight. I've, I've been having this weird pain coming out of one of my ribs for a couple days. And of course, I thought I would spend a little bit of time on my new hobby of imagining that I have a lung tumor because of all the years I used to smoke cigarettes when I was a child. I believe in freedom for young people. And then I woke up today and God damn it, wouldn't you know it, the pain is less. Where's my tumor? Well, now, that's a pretty hard question to answer. I've been wanting it for so long. <laughs> Come here, little Toomey. Come here, little Toomey. I got you this little gift for Christmas. It's a little bag of snossages. Toomey snossages for you. Toomey snossages for you. Wag your little tail, you tumor, tooly pooty poo. Oh, I'm gonna squeeze you when you're sitting on my lap. I'm going to give you a kiss when my lips they start to flap Cause I can't stop telling everybody that I know That my lovely tumor comes from me real slow Oh, it can't get out here too fast Oh, those good times aren't gonna last When the tumor arrives up songs off the top of your head. Sometimes the magic just doesn't come. That's why I go up into my bedroom and I rub all over my walls because there's plenty up there on the wall. Thanks, me. You're welcome. Dirty. I'm dirty. I'm so dirty. Plainly, the retching will subside and you'll have a sustained feeling of sensual excitement which will lapse into a state of euphoria or well-being. Everyone's so grossed out by their body. Like, you're living in your goddamn body, right? You're living in it. It's your container. Think of all the stuff that you're grossed out by. I just started on... Well, it was from a dating website, so you can call it dating, because that's what I call it. Even though we have been very platonic and upstanding citizens so far, and have not figured out whether we are going to attempt to slather each other in goo. A suggestion that only a short month ago would have been repulsive now is considered. And it's gonna be a little difficult because from what I hear through the grapevine, she doesn't like to have spit flung out of in her direction. I guess if you apply it with your spit applier, maybe it'll be okay? These glands do their work by secreting certain chemical substances called a series of disagreeable and injurious personal tensions. Because how else are you going to give someone a smooch if you aren't able to cover them from head to toe in saliva? I'm not exactly sure where I stand. I don't know. Who's, 
Who's gonna know? It's not gonna be me. Or it might be. Oh, it just might be. You never know. Meep's got the holiday spirit, too. It's coming right out of his little crisp cloaca, which is a butthole for you and me with a squeeter attached. Something you never even think about. Oh, the birds, I know. I am pretty jealous of it myself. Looking down there, and they poop and they pee out of the same place. And guess what they also do? They have sex out of that place, too. And their babies come out. It's like an all-purpose hole. Which finally turned a girl into a man and a boy into a woman. I wish that humans had it. Then I'd be on the online dating place saying, Hi, I've got the loneliest all-purpose hole. If you do too, let's let them take care of each other. Wink, wink. Oh, everybody finds me so lovely and attractive when I'm talking that way on the personals website. I just can't believe it. I've mentioned this before just like I've mentioned everything before because I've been doing this show oh so long. As far as I'm concerned, it's wrong. So long that I've mentioned everything that's ever happened in the entire universe. Don't share them with others. But this part of the universe that I am recounting at this moment is the part that says the, the floating cast is a bit of a, I mean, Jesus Christ, this is another thing, dude. It's called Weirdo. It's put out under the floaty cast umbrella, and we're all waiting around in the floaty cast umbrella because it's so rainy and horrible outside with all the COVID and the blood and all of the potential nuclear bombs and the real nuclear bombs and the nuclear moms and the nuclear family <laughs> and the family of origin stories, which just always get in the way of love. <laughs> Soon, the loaches form a swirling, writhing mass of oh, the family of origin stories. They always get in the way of love. When you meet someone new on the internet, it's like getting nuclear holocaust from above. Because it starts out feeling lovely And you look into each other's eyes And it's before you realize Everything is not what you originally surmised Because your imagination filled everything in then you projected everything on him And he did to you, it was well And you said, ooh, it smelled Then you both fell down the stairs So come with me and in love we go Falling down the stairs, oh so slow But inertia's working That's my happy love story I have been composing a song for 
for the next version of Weirdo the Musical. Don't let it bother you. I'm going to be putting out a new version of Weirdo the Musical every five minutes for the rest of my life until my room's filled up with vapors. The guilt grows, and as it does, the need for something that will bring more relief dispel the fears that you yourself have created. Oh, that's already done. Oh, have you ever released the Kraken from your nethers so bad that you surprised yourself? It isn't easy. I haven't. I only erupt with the juiciest of juicy fruit smells from my region. It's absolutely unnecessary. Mm, it makes you want to chew it all day long and you're down there by my squeeter. As far as I'm concerned, it's wrong. Uh, or maybe not. Like I said in my previous song that came out in the summer of 33, I went to my friend's house and I sat outside the whole time. And there were like a handful of friends there who were loving each other. It wasn't like a, a sex party party or anything. It was just friends hanging out, watching a TV, eating a food, petting a dog, having a dog bark at me every time I moved. I, uh, you might have seen this video I put out on the internet um, for Christmas that I did with my cohort, April Fab. Oh, man. It was pretty fun. It seems to got universal um, attention in its loveliness. But the thing that's funny is that my brain is such a wonderfully particular brain that when I was putting it together, I was just like, oh, man, this is really cool. And it's funny. And it's so like all I was thinking is like, oh, I like it, how it looks. And it's really cracking my shit up. And then everybody else responded to it by going, <laughs> and then I guess that's what I'm good at. If you ever need a living nightmare, hey, just go on to LKQBit or Hinge and just dial in a horrible nightmare. Here I am. Knock, knock. It's me, Duckadoo. Beep's all is a part of the horrible nightmare. We're inseparable. It's just like being the Mandalorian and the little baby Grogort or Grouper or Grangular or whatever his name is. Just the same way, except that Meep is so much more adorable, but he won't eat your ovaries, okay? So if you're bringing a jar of ovaries to a planet to stick them inside of a hogwash machine, don't expect Meep to pop them into his mouth. And if you're not watching any of the modern television shows and have no idea what I'm talking about, oh, you're so left out. Ow, it hurts when you're left out. You left a whole bag of owls at my front door for Christmas. This is my favorite thing. And somebody else came down my chimney and loaded up my stocking with a bunch of owl, too. D2. Oh, that's my new Star Wars robot that I got for a Christmas under the tree. It's called Owl Do T2. So, um, yeah, then Santa this year brought me some things, some of which I brought myself. But but Audu Detoot um, is my new pressure washer that I got from the Santa Claus who looks exactly like my dad and also signs my stepmom's name to it so it makes it seem like she's acknowledging my existence in some other way than disgust. <laughs> Love you, stepmom. Oh, 
I'm looking forward to you stiffing me after you get in all my inheritance and leave me out and you die. <laughs> I didn't say that. That would be too improper to put out on the internet for random people to hear. I'm gonna be for. I'm gonna be for. I'm gonna have a friend I call Beaver, and I'm not gonna be Beaver. <laughs> So, our how-to-d uh, dude is a pressure washer that I met, just mentioned, and he's blue, and he's a he, just like R2-D2 is, because if you open up R2-D2's panel, you can see there's a penis in there, but if you turn him around, you can see that there's a vagina in there, and then he's a she, and then if you look at them both, they're like kind of from the side, is a they, them, you know, just that's where we're headed, and the uh, future. We're going to have to adapt from moment to moment, depending upon what angle we're looking at someone with our eyeball onto with photons and neutrons and protons and glutons and croutons and mastodons. <laughs> crunchy mastodon croutons. I like to put the crunchy mastodon crouton on my sandwich so that when I sit down to eat, I'll feel like a big hammitch. Hammitch? That was a loser of a word to be contracting from the word ham and the word Mitch, even though my friend Mitch was a bit of a ham, unlike myself, who was completely not fucking impossible to listen to because of being such a ham bone. Oh, an obnoxious freak pile. In, In your back, back pocket, pocket. we can move around. In your back pocket, we can move around. That is with him. Ooh, I love warming my toes on your stinky boot. Well, I'm in your back pocket, thanks. You're so gigantic. No, I'm not into that, especially are you familiar with the kink called vor? Usually it's man fantasies of gigantic women who will um, be probably maybe naked and then will eat them. Isn't that weird how people have most of the time just fantasies of finding someone who has no clothes on and then having orgasms? I think that's bizarre. I'm just with all the normal people in the world who fantasize about being tiny and stuck in someone's mouth to be erupted by smashing with their teeth parts or something, I think. I don't know. It's confusing. Uh, oh, wait, no, I forgot. That wasn't... That, uh, that wasn't Meep. <laughs> oh, I let his secret out of the bag. The good thing about Meep is he's already small, and he, you can actually eat him. So, and Meek, be, Meek, Meek with his beak. <laughs> meek, Meek, Meek with his beak. <laughs> already small so if you want to eat him you're welcome to him he'd love it unfortunately i'm not his type or i would have already chomped him i got really close with my yapper snappers but he was just like ooh. and i believe in consent even for the dead birds and he didn't consent none i could see it by his dried up little eye socket it was saying no way jose actually it wasn't it was just kind of going ah, i'm not quite sure and i'm like anything other than a hell yes is a no meep Okay, fine. Thank you for taking care of yourself. <laughs>
<laughs> See, that's what I learned when I took classes on how to properly carry yourself in interpersonal, romantic, and, and slash or sexual dynamics slash vor.com backslash underscore pow. Do you like the mouth noises, my friends, with misophonia? You're not listening, and that's the good idea. Because misophonia people will never have time for this. So I never have to worry about alienating them with piss. So I go over to the house, and I knock on their door, and I whip out my willy wanger. Cause I like to share the special things with my friends with misophonia. Actually, that's a bit of a lie because I don't have any friends with misophonia. I'm the composer with the poser. I put the poser in composer. I put the common poser. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. Come over here if you're a poser and I'll fill you full of goo. <laughs> Why am I so filthy? Dirty. It's the lowest hanging fruit. Dirty. Oh, everybody's so judgmental. Dirty. Evidently, if you're going to create products for people to put in their ear holes, it's somehow easier and considered to be more amazing if you don't ever say the F word or the C word or the P word or the R word or the M word or the M word or the Ed word or the Billy or the Frutata or the, I don't know. So I guess I'm just a pitiful human being, or a human carrot, or a human pea. Well, we're back to the topic of pee again. Shocking. You'd think I was fixated. I'm not. But guess what? I have to look at that stuff come out of my body every single day, all day long. Show off! Not all day long. It's not like I'm a constant fountain of pee or anything. And I guess I don't really have to listen to it. But I sure have to feel it running through my urethra. You try and hide it at first. But you can't. You might as well face it. You're just supposed to ignore it? You just cannot... Oh, okay, is that all you can talk about is pee? Is that all you can talk about is pee? Well, God, dude, you talk about other things that you don't even see every day, but pee's spraying out everywhere. All over the sheets, all over your pants, all over your face, everywhere. Why are you so covered in pee? And then you get on me for being obsessed about it, and especially me... Not really obsessed about it, because he doesn't have pee. He just has that magic, frothy mixture of uric acid and fecal matter. It comes right out of his little all-purpose hole. Well, not anymore. Um, unless maybe you dig around in there with a tweezer and find the leftovers from 20-whatever years ago when he stopped being in a fully functioning organic creature and just became a very horrible, ineffective doorstopper. God, Meep, you're such a loser. It's nice to have dreams, but, you know, you got to give up on them sometime, and I don't think you're ever going to be an effective doorstopper, Meep. The aged often spend their last years in bitterness. I have decided that even though I don't have the funds for it, and it's a highly improper way to function, 
I'm going to spend a little extra money in a direction hoping that Burning Man's gonna happen again because nobody takes me up on my ideas when I try to tell them like okay so candy bomber the whole candy bomber thing I can't tell you the number of people who've come up to me and were like oh man that's fucking awesome that's so cool oh, I wish I would have come up with that dude oh and I'm always like yeah, you can come up with all kinds of I caught a night so there's this one idea I had that no one's taken me up on that I've seen so far and so I'm gonna do it next time I go to Burning Man I'm gonna have two personas for the price of one I'm gonna be the candy bomber and then I can't know what the other thing's gonna be called yet but there was this dude who was in my old Burning Man camp who brought this massage tool with him and no it wasn't an Atachi magic wand even though I already have two of those so if you want to book a session you know who to talk to wink wink um, ah, these are different ones. They're called deep tissue massagers. They look a lot like a gun, and they're really fucking expensive, so I never really thought I was going to be able to do it because I don't have the kind of disposable income to blow on $600 worth of massagers. And then I was over at Costco looking for food to stuff down my yammer, and I ran across a version of them that's exactly the same as other ones I saw for only $100. And I bought one of them, and I'm like, okay, fine, fuck it. I'm sitting there working. It's so cool. They're like, it's like it's a little fist, kind of, um, that you can stick in your butthole. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just did. I, ow, I can't believe I'd say such a thing. <laughs> You must be so surprised. Oh, how embarrassing. Let's not get all riled up about this. No, you don't put it in your butthole for a fisting. It, uh, it's just like getting punched. It's a little tiny fist puncher. Like... Um, and it, oh my God, it feels so good. It's like, it really packs a wallop. So, um... I thought, you know, two of those things. Because one of them is like when the guy pulled it out at Burning Man, this is the thing. Everyone was like, oh, my God, I got to try that. Do that on me, including myself. Hey, do that. I want to feel how that looks. It feels great. So I was just like, dude, I'm telling you, make a persona out of that. Okay, there's one more thing I'm going to get to, which is a buffer. I think I brought this up once on a previous show back in the olden days. Because um, people use buffers on people's bodies too, you know, like a car buffer. It spins around real fast and has a sham wah on it, or a real wah. <laughs> and um, it, you like, it, or a sheepskin wah or something. And you're it, like, if you do it on someone through their clothes, if you do it right on their skin, I bet you it'd probably give them a rug burn and make all their skin come off. And then you could turn the battery off of it and then let it sit there for a while. And then all of the blood and pus and exudations that came out from where their skin used to be would soak up into it and it would glue to their body. And then you'd have to call the, the optometrist to come in and check out their eyeballs to make sure that they were never going to look at the horrible thing that you just did to them. But if you're wearing clothes or if it won't remove skin, try it out. Let me know how it goes. Um, it feels evidently quite wonderful to have a buffer used on them. So I think what I'm going to do, that'll be the third part of it, get a rechargeable buffer too because these massagers are rechargeable as well. And then just walk around because it's fun uh, to walk into a place and have everybody be just like, oh, we're so glad you came because you make us feel really good by putting lots of sweet 
tubes in our mouth so that our teeth will rot and we will die quicker. It's just almost the same thing with massage, except that you're not going to kill them as fast, which I know is ruining part of the fun. You're irritable and cross. Hard to get along with. But you can always pretend. <laughs> my poor dad. I, got, I was talking to my dad with my mouth, listening to him with one of my ears, and then I'd use the other ear, because <laughs> that's how I am. I like to spread it around. And turns out his ticker is getting old. That's what happens when you're 87. But he's got a great fucking attitude. I swear to God, both my parents, they did it right as far as the whole, um, like... Uh, uh, mortality business. Because, you know, my mom was looking down the, the face of the neck of the gullet of the, the osteopartalus of the reaper for a couple years. And was she walking around in long-faced and mopey? Every now and again, she'd get a little down. But generally speaking, her attitude was like, hey, I'm on the planet another day. It's fucking awesome. Woo! And my dad's kind of like, yeah, well, you know, uh, you just got to face it. We're all going to die. And I'm like, yeah! Dad, because that's exactly how I feel. We're all going there. You might as well hug the Reaper, because you're going to go for a visit. You might have let him into your sleeper, because you'll just wonder, is it time for you to go? Time to get your tumor. Maybe get run over by a witch on her broomer. And you'll die after 20 years of failed surgeries with some drags poured into your infected wound, into the nasty room that you've been left in for a while. But don't you forget to smile, cause the Reaper's coming, gonna give you a big gone squeeze and the reaper a call hello grimmy will you come over and give me a squeeze i'm not coming to stay with you for a while but maybe if you could just come over for a little you know and give me the little death and the reach around I'll wear a condom on my lips. Oh, so you won't get my horror, my oral herb penis dripping onto your eyeball to give you pink eye. Okay, look what happened. We've hit the 30 minute mark. And I don't know why Mark is always insisting on 30 minutes, but thanks, Mark. Um, you have saved lots of people from having to listen to me for a long time and also to listen to me for a long time. Okay, so thanks for keeping me to 30 minutes. It's very appreciated by everybody, including me. Uh, so I'm going to have to shuffle off and do a little dance and make a little love and get down tonight and then later shuffle off my mortal coil where I will do a little dance, make a little love and get down with the reaper! <laughs> the reaper round! 
Okay. This is Ian signing off for the year 2020. You will be able to reach me at this same address. Just look in your inbox if you have subscribed to this lovely horror show. I'll come back. I was gone for a few weeks because of fucking Christmas, but now I'll hopefully be fucking just in reality instead of making Christmas presents and videos. Thank you. Love you. And I am loving you long time. So bad it's making you sore. Oh, I'm sorry. I just am enjoying it so much. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>